he said it because of his wet blanket energy. <laughs> Unhinged. Hello and welcome to She's All Batch. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Jackie. And we don't care if you're here for the right reasons. We're just happy you're here. So join us as we talk <laughs> shit about our favorite show. All right, guys, let's creep. Okay, so Hannah Brown over the weekend <laughs> went to her brother's wedding and her brother married Jed's side piece chick who broke up Hannah and Jed. Yes. People were unsure if she went at first. They were like, oh, she's not in the photos, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. She wasn't in the bridal party, which is probably I mean, for the best. that tracks. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. However, Hannah did go. She looked very nice. She went with her boyfriend all as well. She shared a carousel of photos, and there's about, like, nine to ten photos. Not one of them has the freaking bride in the, in the photos. Do you think that's, like, a subtle message here? You go to a wedding, you say congratulations to the couple, and you don't share the bride. Yes, I do think it is. I mean, she's been very clear, I think, in in the past that she doesn't really like this relationship, but she's going to, like, shut up and support her brother. And I think this was just another example of that, where, like, she's going to go because it's her brother's wedding and it's her family. And, like, you know, you have to do what you have to do. But I don't think she's happy about it at all. At what point do you, like, not just have a bond with this girl and it's like, hey, we both got screwed over by the same guy. Mm -hmm. Let's be besties. Right. Why can't they get to that point at this rate? Like, I know, especially because Hannah isn't even, like, with Jed in any way. Like, she has moved on. She has a good boyfriend now. Like, you would think it wouldn't sting so much. I don't know. Maybe Hannah's, like, petty. So, uh, the caption that she writes on Instagram was, I've come to realize my life is a never-ending plot twist, but it makes for a damn good, for sure weird, story. Super cute. People are praising her for sharing these photos and supporting her brother because Mm -hmm. she has been kind of weird about it in the past. People are writing comments like, what a great attitude to have about a very weird situation. Hope one day these pics include her. Love that you went. So people are acknowledging the fact that Haley, the bride, is nowhere to be seen. And it's like, you don't have to go and take a selfie with Haley. I understand if you're like not close with her, but like a photo of the bride and groom at the altar, you could have shared a photo of them. Like it's a little bizarre that you didn't. Well, that's why it feels like to me like deliberate shade, but you do bring up a good point of like when, like when is it time to move on? Because clearly now this girl is going to be part of Hannah's family, hopefully forever. Like, you know, they might get divorced, but... Don't put it out there. They just got married. No, I know, but I'm just saying, like, that's what I'm, that's my point. Like, she's going to be part of Hannah's family now forever. So, it, like, she's going to Thanksgiving. Right, exactly. Every holiday. Hannah's going to be like, hey, Haley, can you pass the yams? And also, screw you, you <laughs> for uh, letting Jed go on The Bachelorette and ruining my experience. Yeah, I would love to have Haley or Hannah Brown's brother on the podcast to just, like, hear more about this. This whole thing is so crazy to me and so interesting. I want to know how it goes down behind closed doors. We'll see how Thanksgiving goes. Hopefully, they sit on opposite ends of the table so it's not super awkward. If, like, Hannah wants the sweet potatoes, she could just, like, ask her mom to pass it instead of like hey, right, you know right 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 you know so they don't like have to talk right just strategic strategic seating moving on we'll see them at thanksgiving we'll, we'll give you guys an update we're gonna get to the recap room in just a hot minute but we have to talk about the fact that people think rachel may have spoiled her own finale this is the most ridiculous this, thing to with me. this photo <laughs> slash video of her on like the back of a like a Vespa or a motorcycle or something? Yeah, it seems like some sort of motorcycle Vespa 
scooter situation. So basically, if you freeze frame the video, you see armpit hair. And people have gone to such great lengths that they're finding photos of Tino's armpit hair and comparing it to the armpit hair in question. What are your thoughts on armpit hair gate? My thoughts are, first off, do we even know it's like really armpit hair? It also could be just like a random (laughs) shadow. Like it is such a stretch to me. Also, it's like Zach and Avon probably also have armpit hair. So I just like, I don't know know why (laughs) Tino is the only one who people are like, oh my God, armpit hair. Oh my God, Tino as a man has armpit hair. Like lots of men men have armpit hair. She could also right. be with someone not who's not Tino, Zach, or Avon. Like, she's allowed to ride motorcycles with other people. This, to me, this is just so ridiculous. It barely even looks like armpit hair. Like, it is a shadow on, like, the side of this picture. I, I'm not buying it. I just, like... This, to me, this is not a spoiler. Like, what? And to say that she spoiled the season, like, Tino's gonna go get, like, laser hair removal. Yeah, exactly. So that people don't suspect it's his armpit. Or, like, shave his armpits before the, um, after the final rose just to yeah. shake people Throw up. everyone off. I mean, guys, if it was Tino's armpit hair, you know we would get to the bottom of it. And I don't think we have enough conclusive evidence to make a concrete declaration. Yes, I agree. Um, If people want to see the armpit hair, where can they go to find this? I know Dave Neal covered a story on it, so maybe go to his video. Um, Yeah. Because you guys need to share it in the Facebook group. Yeah, and we'll share it in the Facebook group. We'll share it in the She's All Batch Facebook group. Um, I mean, I definitely don't think that this, we should go as far as to say that Rachel spoiled it. Again, it literally could be like Gabby's hair. Like she could be sitting with Gabby on something and Gabby's dark hair is flowing in the wind Mm -hmm. and everyone's just assuming Tino has, like, these lengthy locks under his pits, like... Yeah, no, to me, it's so ridiculous. So not confirmed on the spoil? Agreed, yes. Okay. Did I tell you I was going away this weekend? Wait, no, where are you going? Just So just visiting family, but I was packing last night, and I felt so cool because while packing, I'm using my Rolink Flex Aura collapsible suitcase, which folds flat to just two inches thick, so it's been sitting in my closet taking up zero space, which I love. So Rolink makes durable, lightweight, collapsible luggage that's easy to stash away in your hotel room or in your closet like mine when you're not traveling, and since it's 75% thinner than the average suitcase, Rolink luggage costs way less to ship, which is clutch, and makes less of an environmental impact too. Also too, this luggage would be so ideal for anyone who's going to paradise because the last thing you need is a room full of suitcases taking up all that space. Like, have you seen the rooms that they live in in paradise? It is crazy. They're like literally living in dorms. So if I was hitting the beach this summer, which unfortunately I am not because my flights did not return my call, I would definitely be using Rolink luggage. I'm sorry, my flights didn't return your call. That's pretty I know, weird. it's like really a bummer and unfortunate, but maybe next year. Can I tell you about my luggage that I did get? Because I'm really excited mm-hmm. about it. So I got, uh, it's called the Aura. I got it in this bold, vivid limeade color because you know me, I just love to blend in and it's this like bright lime green. It's so cute and so pretty. And I really like luggage that makes a statement, you know? They also have like really pretty neutral colors to choose from as well. So if you don't want to be like a standout at the airport, you can also have really chic, pretty luggage as well from Rolink. I kind of support the standing out with your suitcase color though, because then it makes it so much easier to pick it out of the carousel at the airport because it's like there's a million black bags. And so you will definitely know which one is yours. But anyway, yeah, they've also got a great line of travel accessories too. So I picked up the packing cube set and the hanging toiletry bag and they have literally been game changing when it comes to staying organized. I have been so obsessed. I actually took the toiletry bag with me when I went on my cruise last week and it was such a game changer. Oh, nice. I put so much in one 
one bag. So it was amazing. Right now you can buy one suitcase and get 50% off a second for Rolling's Labor Day sale. And they're offering our listeners a promo code ALLBATCH15. And you guys can use that and save an extra 15%. So check out the link. It's in our episode description and enter code ALLBATCH15. That's A-L-L-B-A-C-H-15 at checkout and save 15% on luggage you will love. That's Rolink, R-O-L-L-I-N-K.com. Use code ALLBATCH15 for 15% off. Okay, I am so excited. I am sprinting to the recap room because I have wanted to talk to you about so many things, but I've obviously been saving them for the podcast. So I've just like sprinted. I woke up this morning and literally sprinted to the recap room and I've done nothing else. I haven't put on my, my sneakers. So hold on, let me put them on. If I'm going to run all the way there, I don't want to trip. What is the sound effect for you putting on sneakers? Um, God, like the lace. Oh, I have Velcro. I have Velcro (laughs) sneakers. So there oh yeah, go. that's a Putting better them on. Velcro. All right, and I'm going to run to the, well, where are we going? Sprinting to the recap room. We're going to? The recap gym. We need okay. to work through some of this anxiety. We need to burn mm-hmm. off some steam. So we're going to discuss, then we're going to do a workout. Okay, so um, shoes are on. I'll be there in a second. Hold on. All right, I'm here. Oh my God, good running. You were so fast. Thank you. I'll just stand next to you on the, you go on the treadmill, I'll go on the treadmill and we give you like an incline walk while we talk. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> okay. There's a lot to get into. I do want to touch on one quick thing. Okay. Justice for poor Avon, because not only did that poor boy did not go in the original hometown episode, he got like yeah. the, the shitty secondary hometown episode. His fantasy suite episode was all about Tino and they kept going back yeah. to Tino and, and that's when they showed this the scene of Jesse talking to Tino and reminding Tino that Rachel's Knocking boots with other people. Her happiness the morning after, like, clearly, Avon is packing it. And Avon knows he likes the way she works it. No diggity. I don't know if I agree with you. I What? I think, and obviously this is going to make us jump around a little bit, but as soon as Rachel said, I love you to Tino, I was like, okay, show's over. Especially considering what Rachel has had been through with Clayton, and she talks about it a lot, how like she doesn't want to throw that word around to anyone else. And I think that also extends to... I don't think Rachel would sleep with anyone else who's not her main person because she was so hurt when Clayton slept with her. Like, we know a lot more about what happened in Zach's fantasy suite because he's talked about it, but based on what we know about how she acted there, I think she now knows it's Tino and she is now playing the role of Bachelorette and finishing the show. And she knows she has to, like, give commentary in the morning and whatever. But I think she is now, like, I still have these other guys here. I need to finish the show. And like, but wasn't do Tino's what I, need to I do. love you? Uh, Tino's I love you was after Avon, right? But she, I think she was still feeling it. Yeah, baby. I mean, I think the smitten kitten look on her face in the morning and the commentary she made. I was like, dude, you might as well be playing the song. I think she's acting though. Like we, we we saw Raven do her whole like orgasm dance and we know that that was all staged and all fake. I really think this wow. is fake too. Yeah. See, I, I took her commentary with Avon in the morning and I was like, damn, like you guys were going at it all night. But like, knowing what Rachel's been through, do you think she would do that? And then go say, I love you to Tino. And then I'm assuming since she said she loved him, they slept together too. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, just I don't really know Rachel think Rachel would well. be more, right. No, exactly. And maybe we'll never know the answer to these questions but then given what we know about how she acted 
in Zach's fantasy suite because he was really taken aback by how cold she was and really distant. And she seems to be like making up all of these reasons of why they can't be together. Like, oh my God, your age. Because I'm 26 and you're 25. And that's so mm. different. Like, I think, yeah, I think she's just trying to now like finish the show. And maybe they're pressuring her too because Gabby only has one person left. So like they need someone right. to continue <laughs> these episodes. We have now, after what we've watched, we have two more parts of finales because we have two more Tuesdays left. Two more episodes. Four more hours of content that needs to be filled. And we know who wins both of them. I mean, pretty I, much. Yeah, I think so. I mean, so. I, you could take a pretty good educated guess at this point and I think you can get it. I do think Eric wins and I will explain to you why, but they kind of made it seem in the promo Wait. though that, no, but they kind of made it seem in the promo oh. like there might be a problem because she was like crying because he said he didn't want to get engaged. He just wants to date her. Yeah, no, I mean, I think Eric's going to the end. I don't think there's any, uh, there's so question about that. I think, yeah, and I think, can I read you an Instagram comment that I saw that has really thrown me for a tizzy? Oh, shit, yeah. I know. After Eric's hometown date, between that time and when the show started airing, like, his dad did pass away. And mm -hmm. so on August 22nd, after the hometown dates aired, he posted an Instagram of pictures of his dad, which was really lovely. And Gabby commented and said this, I can't thank your family enough for letting me in during, the, during such a vulnerable time. It was such a blessing to witness your family's love firsthand. Thank you for sharing it. Does that sound like a comment? that you would comment to your literal fiance that you're engaged to? Doesn't that sound like, it sounds like they don't talk. It sounds like they don't talk in the comment, but I also think Gabby's smarter to write it like that than write like, baby, I love you so much. Like, well, no, but then I'm like, well, then don't comment at all. Yeah, right? she like, probably shouldn't like, have commented engaged, at all. Like, yeah. clearly they're having a private moment about, you know, his the episode yeah. airing and his dad passing away. But doesn't that sound like, to yeah, me that no, sounds it, like someone like a distant person that she had like not even a connection with. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's what's throwing me. Okay, I, I don't think we should tarp too much on that. I mean, she knows what she's doing if she's commenting on her literal fiance's Instagram page. She knows not to kind of cross that line. I don't know. Wait, can we please go back to Eric with the note mm -hmm. saying, yes. meet me at the bridge? Yeah. Like, obviously, this is a complete production setup, mm -hmm. especially since Gabby says we've already spoken about this behind closed doors. You know that Eric probably was talking to a producer. Yeah. Producer's like, you should bring this up to her. Even though they already talked about it behind closed doors, they want them to have the conversation on camera because that, that's what benefits them. So Gabby, we don't know that they had that conversation off camera. Mm -hmm. Gabby then sheds light on that. Eric feels like an idiot for bringing it back up. But also, the whole note, meet me at the bridge, like, why didn't you just knock on her door like every other scene when, when Gabby's sitting in her room like drinking a cup of tea and there's a knock at the door and she opens it and it's Eric. For the drama. I think he wrote that note. He did no, not. No, of course he didn't. <laughs> she didn't even know who wrote the note. She said she thought it was the grandpa. I know. Whoever wrote me the note, thank you. I appreciate it because I looked like a Idiot. No one knew. She didn't know who wrote the note. Mm -hmm. So to walk and kind of not know what you're walking into, thinking you're maybe going to have a conversation with your grandpa, then you're right. having it with a potential fiance. And then he kind of reminds you like, hey, just in case you didn't take me seriously, I really don't want you to sleep with anyone else. Right. Although at this time, we have not seen what ends up transpiring with Jason. So I was like really upset because I'm like, oh my God, did Eric blow it? Did Eric blow it? Did Eric blow it? But then after things mm. kind of fell through with Jason and then they kept cutting to scenes of Eric being like, I screwed up. I screwed up. I screwed up. I was like, okay, she's not going to break up with him for just like one little mishap when she cares so much for him. But at the time right. I was very worried. And lucky for Eric, Gabby doesn't sleep with anyone else because everyone else is gone. 
yes. Jason can't even pretend to be be on a TV show Were and pretend to be in love by his feel like his or his lack of feelings. I really I was kind of, but I feel like they've been setting that up for a while now. Like at hometowns, he made commentary about it, and he's kind of just been a little lackluster with her. Like I don't really get the spark between them. I think it really goes back to like the first one on one date we they had because he was talking a lot about like therapy and reparenting yourself, and I think they really connected on that level. So I, that's kind of where I saw an emotional intelligence from him, and I. I always thought maybe once they go to the fantasy suite and get behind closed doors, he takes the mic off, he takes the camera off, it would actually be a productive conversation. Because when they were playing tennis, I was like, oh, he looks like comfortable. I think he's just like so awkward in front of the camera. But the fact that he like really was so fine with just letting Gabby go was was kind of surprising me because it's like, dude, what have you been doing here this whole time? Right. It's like he just realized he was on a dating show. But speaking of people that should have had more dramatic breakups, Johnny, he refers to Gabby as the dopest chick he's ever hung with. (laughs) And I don't know, ABC's like, they, they know no one's actually rooting for Johnny at this point that they air a Paradise commercial during their breakup, they air a Paradise commercial and Johnny is in the commercial. So, yeah. like, clearly someone in the editing booth could have been like, oh shit, let me just stop and take this one clip out. But they're like, who the hell is gonna think Johnny's actually taking this one? Like, there's no point in even doing it. I didn't even care that they did that, because I'm like, well, I know Johnny's not winning. Like, I knew that right. six episodes ago, so it's honestly fine. It is funny, though, that they're that he got broken up with in Mexico and then goes to paradise and someone on Twitter pointed out that he's too. wearing the same shirt. So I think Johnny just stays and I then agree. just like waits for paradise to start. I agree. He checks into a little hotel, he hangs right. out and then pops down on the beach again. Right. Who wants to go to the airport nowadays anyway? It's a nightmare over there. Stressful. So he probably, yeah, he probably just like got a hotel and hung out until paradise started. So I'm happy he's making good use of his time and not like going all the way home mm-hmm. to come all the way back, you know, all the way back. Yeah. Yeah. Right, it's right, effective. Right productive. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. What'd you think of the whole Zach thing? And I, I've like kind of touched on it when we were talking about Tino and Avon, but I'm curious what you think. Zach has been set up as this front runner this entire mm-hmm. time. And then all of a sudden this episode, she's not seeing Zach as a potential husband as much as she's seeing Avon mm-hmm. and Tino. Then for him to admit that she brought up his age in the fantasy suite, it's like, that's been his age since day one and you didn't have a problem. Why all of a sudden are you using his age? It's not something she just learned about him that made her turn. Right. No, I think she once again is like trying to continue playing the Bachelorette and is just trying to convince Zach and trying to get in Zach's head that like, they're not compatible or they're not good together because she knows she's picking Tino. And quite frankly, like, I get that she's... I I don't think she's being malicious in this sense. Like, I get that she's trying to do this because she doesn't want to hurt him. But I think going through with this is just, like, hurting him more. I don't get why, as soon as she said, I love you to Tino, why she didn't send everyone else home. Like, don't play this little game of, like, let me trick you into thinking, like, we're not good together when we've been, like, good this whole time. You've always been 25 the whole time. Right. You guys like planes. Like, you guys have so much in common. And that's why where we leave at the here? cliffhanger. We're at Rachel's rose ceremony, which Jesse once again, kind of teases something that was used in the commercials to make you think the worst, and it's mm-hmm. not really what ends up happening, but he tells Rachel you're the only one here today to the viewer who saw that in a promo you think that Gabby quits obviously Gabby doesn't quit Gabby doesn't need a rose ceremony to Mm -hmm. fucking hand a rose to Eric so Rachel goes on has her own rose ceremony and then we end on a cliffhanger of Zach saying Rachel 
Can we speak? If you're not feeling it with Zach, like, why are we even putting him in this rose ceremony to begin with? Like, why? If you felt this way, like, remember when they woke up in the morning and she's like, so we're on the same page, right? Like, what are you on the same page about? That was very weird. And I wonder if, like, some other conversation was had because, like, what are they? Clearly, they are not on the same page based on what we're seeing in the edit. Like, Mm. Rachel's not into it anymore thinks he's too young and he's like this is literally my future wife so what I'm that was very eerie to me I'm like what are we not hearing like what are they on the same page about I don't Mm-hmm. I don't think anything. Well, what I think is going to happen after the cliffhanger is that Zach's going to go home. Like, I don't think he's... Yes, I agree. Yeah, there's no way she's going to put him back in the rose ceremony and then just not give him a rose. And at this point, he's definitely not getting a rose. Yeah, they put a clip or two of him, like, in the promo to make it seem like he yeah. could still be around. But I'm like, you found that from nine weeks ago. Like, he's... Yeah. I think he's going immediately. I agree. So, the cliffhanger ha- happens. Mm-hmm. We cut to Jesse in this empty soundstage. And it's like, once again... <laughs> so- This man is letting us down. Like, you took up that little, like, clip from Jesse was, like, a couple of minutes of him I know, we could have gone through Zach's whole conversation with Rachel and sent him home and moved forward. Yeah, wasting our time. Yeah. So he's saying, we need to prepare for a catastrophic finale. Like, we couldn't show you any more footage because we're not going to, we're going to, like, combust. Because there's so much drama, we're not, our bodies are not going to be able to handle it. It was like, he's literally talking about a tornado is about to hit and we need to stock up on toilet paper and water. And... I'm afraid. I am not. I don't believe a word this man says ever since the cruise incident of 2022. They do this every time. Is it going to be literally the most dramatic finale ever? The most emotional and unpredictable season finale of all time. Of all time? Like what? Let's play some clips and see if we can make some sense of this. Okay. We are literally about to engage to our dream guys. Literally dreams. So right there is where I think, like, they are both getting engaged. I think Rachel's getting engaged to Tino and Gabby's getting engaged to Eric. But they have to mess it up a little before because, like you're saying, there's only so many people left. They can't just show a happy ending that will not last for two episodes. If you think you know what happens, we have a problem. Guess again. He was unsure there would be an engagement. I think you should definitely kick him in the You don't deserve this. You changed your story so many times. I'm done. I know that there's still somebody involved in this. Why are you yelling at me? You told me things and then you went back against what you said. I want this to work. I've given him nothing but the best. I just like I want to date you. Getting engaged before that happens is not how things usually go. Like, come on. Okay, no, Jesse's exact words were unpredictable. I'm going to predict. Okay, go ahead, predict. This is what I think happens. I think, as far as Gabby and Eric, I think they will get engaged. I think they had, like, a little tiff. I mean, that, and which is a natural thing to feel of just, like, oh, I don't know if I'm ready to get engaged. I want to date you. I love you. That takes Gabby off guard, and she's upset. But I think they inevitably work it out and they get engaged i would also like to point out too so i follow eric on instagram i don't always follow all the guys but eric is from new jersey so i just like keep close tabs on him to see what he's up to but he posts all the time from southern california and if gabby's doing dancing with the stars guess where she's living right now southern california California. so that's a little 
tidbit that I've been clocking because I was confused. I'm like, he's from New Jersey. Maybe he moved to LA and he just, he just says like his hometown's New Jersey. Cause like if I did a hometown, even if I was living in LA, I'd say it's New Jersey. So I was trying to figure out where this man lives, but as of right now hmm. it's LA. So that's really interesting. I think they're going to be fine. As far as the Rachel Tino mess, I think Rachel wants to get engaged to Tino. I think when they meet the family, Rachel's family. I think Tino is going to start backtracking on the engagement. He's going to be like, no, I don't know if I'm ready to get engaged. I don't know. I don't know. Even though I think he's probably told her even in the fantasy suites, like, I love you. I do want to get engaged. He's backtracking. And I think it's because Tino is phony. What what did, who calls him something, something? Oh, he's a baby back bitch. Tino has just like given me a weird vibe the whole time. We know he was a fan of the show prior because there are posts of him like making comments about like Tyler Cameron and Hannah Brown season and stuff. And even just the wording he uses, like my friend pointed this out um, when I was watching, he uses phrases like night portion. So it's just like he talks in the language of the show. And I think he's just, he's a fan of the show. He knows how to work the show. He knows what are the right things to say to go as far as possible on the show. And I think now he's getting cold feet that he doesn't want to get engaged. That's my prediction. You heard it here first. Next week when that's what happens, Jesse Palmer, what? (laughs) It seems like um, Tino and Eric are on the same track though, because everything that happens with Eric happens with Tino. Like we see in this trailer for the finale that Eric says, I just want to date you. That's the more natural thing to do and not just rush into an engagement. Mm -hmm. Then we see someone say that, someone isn't ready for an engagement, which yeah. is obviously Tino yeah. referring to when they're talking to Rachel's family. So they're both literally doing the exact same thing. Do we think it's a storyline buildup? Because again, they need to fill fucking two days worth of content and how much can they actually do? I think they both get engaged. I think this is all mumbo jumbo. Like, remember when it was so obvious that uh, JoJo was going to choose Jordan? Yeah. They couldn't keep the dance song and dance going with Robbie. So we know she's choosing Jordan, but then it was the whole drama about how Jordan didn't ask JoJo's father, and mm-hmm. then she had to confront him, and then he called the father, and like then he wrote her a letter, and like there's a lot that happened to fill in the last episode, and I th- that's what I think this is. I think this is filler. So you think... Tino does want to get engaged to Rachel. I think they both are going to get engaged. I don't know Tino Right, I also personally. think they could maybe get engaged too, but I'm like, what if they're not together now? Oh, you think that that's... I don't know. Even if they get engaged and they're still together now, I just don't think Rachel and Tino are going to last. There's something about Tino that I think is very disingenuous, disingenuine, ingenuine. I don't know the word, but you know what I mean. I do think it's funny during Tino and Rachel's overnight though, when Rachel's like, yo, like your parents hate me. Like, how are we going to get through this? Tino acted completely surprised. That is brand new information! How are they, How is this new information for you, Tino, that your parents did not accept Rachel? And how are you not in the loop that this is going to be a massive hurdle? Because he doesn't care, because he doesn't think they're actually going to get married. You, so this is a temporary engagement. From Tino's eyes, that is what I believe. Okay. I think he's a phony. A big fat wow. phony. I'm afraid for the finale. You don't seem as shook, but I'm going to need to stock up on some essentials. <laughs> some water, toilet paper. Yeah. I've got to make sure I have like my electricity running, lighting some candles. Maybe get a box of wine just so you have like enough. You're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm going to need to do that because a tornado is about to hit and I need to prepare. We need to prepare. He literally used those words. Jesse is the host that cried drama 
too yes. many times. I can't do it anymore. Wait, I love that. Like, Jesse, I don't trust you. You can't tell people that other people receiving a not even that free cruise is going to be life-changing. And, like, did we really need to show him in, like, this, like, empty warehouse, too? Like, he couldn't be at the, like... <laughs> uh, I did like, kind of love the theatrics of it. Like, the, the dark Warner Brothers right. plot and, like, him just on the soundstage. Like, God forbid we turn on the lights or anything. We have to make it look, like, as spooky yeah. And daunting as possible. The only reason why I'm doubting my prediction is like we have four more hours of content to get through. So I'm like, even if what you said it's all filler, I'm like, is that enough filler for an entire two-hour finale and then an after the final rose? Never doubt ABC for the filler. Do you, <laughs> we I mean, do we 16 ads. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna throw in some ads. They're gonna pull the audience. I'm sure Meatball will come out and do a little <laughs> dance. Like they're gonna give us shit we don't need to fill up the time. I do think ultimately they're both engaged and they're both happy. And as for how this goes from there, I mean, I think we need to better assess once we see the after the final rose. I wanna see body language. I wanna see how they're kind of acting as a couple out in the real world. This is gonna be interesting to see them actually in public for the first time. I burned 150 calories sitting here discussing with you because my heart is racing and I'm sweating and I know you were on the treadmill, but I, I just like was sitting there talking to you because I... I can't. I no judgment. This is a no judgment zone. You could sit and watch me on the treadmill if you want. But I still burned the calories because it is stressful. I am heated. I need a towel like um, Tino needed the towel as he was dabbing his like sweaty head during that yeah. date. We should get some of those. Hand me a Tino towel. I gotta wipe my sweat. Do not hand me a Tino towel. I know. Give Jackie's an anti-Tino. <laughs> I'm a little more open to the fact that I think these were were being shown like a nice big production here. I don't think... But then why would Jesse... Because you're believing Jesse, though, too, when he says most dramatic... Okay. <laughs> most dramatic episode of all time. Like, literally the entire existence of the universe. I'm not believing Jesse. I'm believing the clips that I'm seeing that all of them together, if that's all happening in a finale, that's a lot. And there's a lot of sound bites mm-hmm. that aren't um like frank invited yeah they're, they're like real sound bites so like who is she saying it to what is this referring to you're like sobbing what are we what are we talking about guys you know so i i don't believe jesse he is the host that cried drama I, i'll give you that but there is a lot here even if it is an edited performative drama it will still be entertaining and they will still yeah, lead us to I believe what they want it. us to believe. And we'll we'll go on a journey, you know? Well, I will meet you back in the recap room next week. You better damn believe it. And mm-hmm. is it the finale or not yet? Not what yet. We, we still have two more. We have next Tuesday and then the following Tuesday. Wait, next Tuesday is the finale and then the following Tuesday is after the, the final, final rose. Yeah. But I, I right? think it's simultaneous. Like, I think the finale and after the final rose is going to be both of them. And they're going to cut oh, to the yes, show yeah. and then cut to live conversations. But the fact that we need two, I'm like, guys, what is happening? Yeah. Wait, I do want to shout out the thoughts that brought to my attention that Tino said nervy on the date. So do we think that... Oh my god, another reason why he's a Bachelor super fan and phony. He listens to She's All Batch. He listens to She's All Batch. He's going to be in the finale and he's going to be like, Rachel, I can't propose to you because you have wet blanket energy. I know. And then we're going to know. We're going to know that he's a Fots. Dude, Yeah. 100%. 100%. Duty, yeah. Fots, <laughs> Tino, where are you at? Well, Jackie won't let you be a Fots, so though. I could feel it. The tension. We're going to want him on the show one day, and he's going to be like, uh, I'm afraid of Jackie, so I'm not coming on. Well, we will see you in the recap room next week. Bye. 
Okay, so last week we had McKenna Dorn on the pod and she really opened up about how she struggled with her mental health on the show. I was so proud of her for sharing her story with us. And the stuff she went through with production was honestly wild, but it was so refreshing to hear someone be so vulnerable and shed a light on how important mental health really is. And it definitely is. Stephanie and I have been huge advocates of that for the entirety of this podcast. And while going to therapy can be a great way to improve your mental health, it can also be a really daunting experience. A lot of people are overwhelmed with where are they even supposed to start? Well, betterhelp.com makes that so easy. Yeah, so betterhelp.com is an online therapy service which offers professional, affordable, and discreet therapy. And you can get started with just a click of a button. So after you sign up, BetterHelp will match you to an available therapist who fits your objectives, preferences, and types of issues that you're dealing with. Help is literally just a click away. So if you are struggling right now and you think you'll never be able to find the help you need, we strongly encourage you to just try betterhelp.com. We both have tried it and can vouch that it's incredibly easy and effective. This is professional therapy done securely online, and the service is available for clients worldwide. So wherever you are in the world, visit BetterHelp.com and join over 2 million people, including us, who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. We have a special offer for She's All Batch listeners. You can get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash AllBatch. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash A-L-L-B-A-C-H. Start feeling better today. Okay, it's fantasy suite week, and we all know that producers apparently leave condoms in the fantasy suites, but do they leave sex toys? This is what I need to know. Yes, I need to know the answer to this too, because they better. After what Gabby and Rachel have been through this season, it is only fair that they have a little fun behind closed doors, and those toys better be from Dame Products. Did you know DameProducts.com has sex toys for yourself and ones that you can use with your partner if you want to spice things up, and if you don't know where to start, they literally have a quiz on their website to help you and you can find the best toy that works for you or with your partner. So one of their best sellers is Palm. I was actually reading this before because womenshealth.com did a whole article about it oh, and about so cool. how awesome this is. And it's an external vibrator meant to mimic your hand, you know, if like your hand could vibrate, except it's like 10 times better than your hand. And I'm like, dude, how? Only a woman would be able to create an amazing vibrator and all of Dame products are created by women. So you know they're good. Yeah, they get it, guys. So you guys, if we've told you guys about Dame products, if you have not at least gone to the website yet, like I'm judging you. So stop what you're doing and go to dameproducts.com. You can get 15% off site-wide if you use our code, She's All Batch. That's D-A-M-E products.com. Take a look around. I think you'll be very satisfied with what you find. Plus, Dame offers hassle-free returns within 60 days. So you, like, what do you have to lose? Literally nothing. So go to dameproducts.com slash She's All Batch and enjoy 15% off site-wide. Go stock up your cart. 15% off. Okay, we're gonna kick off Bachelor Encounters. Last week I noticed I kept saying Bachelor's Encounter. I think because we had talked about Bachelors in the City, I kept saying Bachelor's Encounter. Uh, I had No one called me out about it, but when I re-listened to the episode, I'm like, why do I keep calling it that? So we're gonna <laughs> kick off Bachelor Encounters. And that's when you guys submit your stories of meeting Bachelor Nation in the wild. We read about it on air. Take it with a grain of salt. It's one individual story. And let's get into it. So this one's a Bachelor encounter twice removed about your man TC. Okay. What do you mean twice removed? So it's her boss that has a friend, which I'm I'm for. Okay. Like Bachelor yeah. encounters don't just have to be your personal story. If, you, if your friend met someone, we'll take it too. 
Right. So this person writes, my boss has a friend who was a tutor to Tyler Cameron at Wake Forest University. Like, what a dream. I didn't get many details, but she said her friend told her that Tyler was a total flirt and constantly hitting on her during the tutoring sessions. Unfortunately, I didn't get further into info, but I imagine she has great first-hand knowledge on how he smells. Thanks for all you do. <laughs> I look forward to the podcast almost more than your show. Oh, that's so sweet. I mean, Aww. if I was tutoring Tyler, I would just be like sniffing and taking it all in. Really taking in the ambiance. Absolutely. I do want to know though, like, because we've gotten a few Bachelor encounters recently, especially last week, about saying he was like talking to a wall, etc, etc. I want to know how he was doing in the tutoring and what he was being tutored for. And like, you know, did he improve? Was he struggling in a subject? Or was he just really so focused on his academics that he wanted to go above and beyond his course load? You know? Either one, I, I, I applaud him because if he wants to better himself in a certain topic, that's great. I mean, what kind of college student does that? I mean, I think that takes a lot to say, like, I want a tutor, I want to, like, do better in this topic or this subject. And then if he's, like, already a genius and just wants to better himself, that's even, like, ten times better. So Didn't he play football there, too? He, prob- <laughs> he probably needed to go to the tutor, actually, to keep his grades up so that he could play football and for no other reason, honestly. Now we're just jumping to conclusions, but... I know, but... That's, Girl. I, that's what I think it is, honestly. Okay. I, well, I don't think he was really tri- striving to gain more knowledge. Boys go to Jupiter to get more stupider. Right. That yeah. is the classic. And he's tale. from Jupiter, th- Florida. <laughs> Wait, so. oh my God, that works out so well. Yeah. Jupiter, stupider. Moving on. This next one's about JoJo. Um, we met her, so, you know. Yeah, we, no big deal. Whatever. We know who JoJo is, Our too. Our best friend, a Fox JoJo. A few weeks ago, I was at LAX and met JoJo Fletcher Rogers. I haven't heard anyone call her JoJo oh, yeah, Fletcher but I Rogers. Guess that is her name now. I first noticed her when I was in line to get pizza, and she was a few people in front of me. After I ordered and got my food, I turned around to find a table and noticed she was sitting in the main dining area eating her pizza. Of course, I picked the empty table next to her and quickly worked up the courage to say hello. In between bites, I tapped on her shoulder and confirmed she was in fact JoJo from The Bachelorette and proceeded to let her know what a huge fan of her I was. I explained that I watched the show each week with a group of friends. She was so lovely and kind and even asked me questions about what I thought of the current season and where I was traveling to. I didn't want to keep her too long, but was so impressed by how patient and generous she was with her time. After she was done with her dinner and ready to head on to her gate, she tapped me on the shoulder to say goodbye and say how nice it was to meet me. What a gem. She was so beautiful, down to earth, and everything you'd hope she'd be after seeing her on TV. Go JoJo. That was really sweet. That tracks. Based on our experience, she literally is a perfect human. It's it's like actually sickening too. Her face looks like the bad cat's filter, guys. Insane. I can't go back to that, like, <laughs> anxiety I felt, like, standing in a room with her. It just, like, she's just so perfect in every way. It was, like, a little difficult. But, but she was, once we finally gained the courage at literally the end of the event to go up to her, she was so sweet and so nice. We were like, hi, oh, yeah. she's all about podcast. She's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Do you think she knew what the She's All Batch podcast was? She knows now, obviously. Now she knows. a few months ago. Yeah, no, but she's adorable. She has, like, she's just as pretty on the inside as she is on mm-hmm. the outside. I'll say that. Absolutely. Okay. Finally got a Bachelor encounter with Raven from Peter's season, but she means Raven from Nick's season. Yeah. And she literally has a picture, so I know, like, I know that she just yeah, mistakenly Raven. said Raven Peter's Raven Gates. 
I was having lunch with my gay bestie and told him to push my stroller so I can get a cute pic of him. The girl behind us goes, sorry for photobombing. And I turned around and said, oh, no, I'm sorry. I got to get a cute pic because he looks so good with the baby. I still didn't realize it was her until she started talking more in the cutest southern accent. She told us she just had a baby as well and congratulated us. LOL, not the first person to think my gay bestie is the dad. It was a short encounter, but she was so, so sweet. Had to double check Insta to make sure it was her. Pics below. Also, she's stunning in person. Oh, She seems like another one that's just like such a Southern belle, like such a doll, you know? Yes, no, she has. And I think it's interesting that um, this person mentioned her voice because I do think her voice is like the cutest little Southern voice. Like, hey, y'all, I'm Raven Gates. Mm-hmm. Did I sound like her? Did you think Raven was on this podcast? Hey, y'all, I'm Raven. I'm Raven Gates. She, oh my God, guys, Raven has been on the podcast. I think you may oh need to like go to a master class, but I think you're, you have potential. You have potential. <gasps> Work on it. Work on it like Tyler does. Like get a tutor. I'll get a tutor. Okay, perfect. Should we do one more for old time's sake? Sure. My friend saw Tyler Cameron on Raya the other day, but TBD if they matched or not. Okay, well, that's like a bachelor encounter. It's not really, though, because she just said his song was stupid. His song? They have songs on... On, on Raya, you have to pick a song. Oh, what's yeah. his song? Hold on, I'll tell you. That's, like, very telling um, about a person. You go to his thing was, and it says, Boys go to Jupiter to get more stupider. At or With Me by Jack Johnson. And his bio is, who knows? Oh, God. Try a little harder. So, she's, like, so deep. So I'll keep you guys posted if they match and go on a date, but I don't know. Okay, rounding out the last Bachelor encounter of this episode. Hello, love the podcast. I have a Bachelor encounter from about a week ago. I was at a restaurant, which I work in, in Chicago, eating food, and a table gets sat right next to us. I was sitting next to my sister, and I look up from my pizza when I see Nate from Gabby and Rachel season sitting five feet away from us. I tap my sister, and she gets so excited. We end up going up to him after we finished eating because he was on the end of his table and asked for a picture. We start to take a picture with him when we realized Jordan V from Gabby and Rachel season is taking the picture of us. So naturally we get one with him too. Both guys were so, so nice to us. They both had great smiles and greeted us so kindly. We were fangirling so hard and they were super humble. 10 out of 10 experience. Wow. I wonder, do we know when this was? She said it was a week ago, but I don't know when she sent it to me within the last two weeks, I would say. Oh, okay. So this is after obviously season's done filming. It's airing before or after reality Steve blowing up Nate's life. I think it was after. I don't know. I have no clue, though. And he seems to be... Well, we obviously have no clue, but he's in good spirits. Yeah. I mean, what a double whammy that you're, you're getting a picture with Nate, and then you realize that Jordan V is there, too. And the world seems to, like, love... Who is Jordan V? Jordan V is the guy that um, went home on the first one on one date that everyone had, like, a fucking boner for. Oh! Yeah. Love Jordan V. Wow, that is lovely that you And he, I don't think too. he goes on... He doesn't go on to paradise, so, like, he got all that... Not that we've heard, yeah. And he gets all that hype. I'm surprised they they haven't done anything with him because he wasn't like j- grocery store Joe level, but like people definitely still talked about him. Absolutely, I'm I'm really surprised that he's not in paradise. Yeah, so that's cool. I'm really happy that they were very nice to you, and what a fun two for one treat. I know. All right. Well, those are all the bachelor encounters we have for this week. We have a lot in the vault, so don't worry. I'm getting them to them all. If you have any new bachelor encounters you want to send my way, DM me at she's all batch, and hey, we may read about it next week. Who knows? And that's our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. 
If you love this show and you've written me and said that you've loved this show and you have not written a review, go write a review. Tiss, tiss, tiss. It's like, Shame on you. I really appreciate the DMs, but like I'll get so many DMs that are so nice and I appreciate it. Please keep that coming. Send Jackie DMs too. However, make them public, stand by your words, and go put a review and say that you love the podcast. It, it just, it helps. Every yes, little bit be helps. be a person with integrity and... <laughs> I don't even know where I'm going with that. But yes, we love the reviews. So please leave one. Rate five stars. And if you love the show, join the Facebook group. If you're like, oh my God, one episode a week is not enough. I need to talk to Stephanie and Jackie literally every single day. (laughs) Just join the Facebook group because we're in there commenting on things and chatting with you guys all the time. It's such a cool little community of people who love the show. So check it out. The link to that will be in the episode description. And if you're like, oh my God, there's only one episode a week and like I need more, I'm just bored, go to youtube.com, mm-hmm. type in She's All Batch and you're gonna be like, oh my God, have I unlocked like 500 hours of entertainment? And the answer is yes, you have. So while you're there, make sure you subscribe and then at least watch five videos. That's your homework until next week. <laughs> yeah, at least five. You'll literally never be bored again, so. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you to our sponsors. We have three amazing sponsors this week. Dameproducts.com. You can use code SHESALLBATCH for 15% off site-wide. Stock up on those amazing sex toys. And then you can go to betterhelp.com slash allbatch. Take care of your mental health, guys. It is literally so important. And if you go to betterhelp.com slash allbatch, you get 10% off your first month. So that can be several sessions too, guys. It's not just limited to one. It's the whole first month. So definitely go check them out. And if you want to look Fab AF in the airport, go to mm-hmm. rollink.com, R-O-L-L-I-N-K.com slash allbatch15. Right now there's a buy one suitcase, get one 50% off for their Labor Day sale. And they're also offering our listeners a promo code allbatch15 to save an extra 15%. So that's awesome. They have amazing travel supplies. Go check out rollink.com. I honestly think all of these sponsors can be used in paradise one right like you go no you go to better help you get into a great mindset your mental health is amazing you're like i'm gonna treat myself i'm gonna go on vacation with my significant other or my partner and i'm gonna bring my rolling suitcase and i'm gonna bring dame products that we can have some sexy time in our luxurious romantic destination doesn't that sound like an amazing plan and whether you're single or in a relationship doesn't matter dame products has products for both activities so amazing we are just saving the world here i know all right we really are well follow us follow me at she's all batch across platforms and follow jackie at jackie maroney underscore across platforms still waiting for my venmo but like whatever (laughs) i think it's i think you got to start plugging it earlier in the episode to be honest in the very beginning you're like hi welcome to she's all batch here's my venmo (laughs) if you make it to the end of the episode make that known because i am convinced no one makes it to the end all the way here so if you are one of the Last one standing. Let's all, let's have like a secret club that only the people at the end know about. And their reward is being able to Venmo me $5. (laughs) That is insane. Lucky you guys. Actually, you know what guys? So I got that free cruise. The free cruise goes out of Miami. You have to redeem. Are you actually going to go on it? I don't think so because it goes out of Miami. So. Well, but yeah, but you could. But that's fly like such there. a bitch. Like I don't have like. Right. It makes the cruise not free. It's it's not free, and like it's not not for nothing. Like um, flying is such a pain in the ass and so unpredictable these days. Like I'm gonna like book the flight. The flight's gonna get canceled. I'm not. I'm gonna miss the cruise. It's gonna be like a whole thing. That's what we had to do. We flew to Florida, had to stay overnight, then go on the yeah, cruise. Yeah, and the then next you're paying for, And like I don't have like unlimited yeah. time. I have a baby, so like 
I'm True. thinking I'm probably not going to go. I toyed around in my head with like, do I offer it up? Do I offer it up oh. to a Fots that stays to the end of the episode? I don't know, but I guess I'll, we'll find out Whoa. who makes their presence known. I guess we'll find that out, okay? Free cruise, guys, <laughs> free cruise. It's literally life-changing, guys. Oh, Jeff, yeah. Jesse Palmer <laughs> said it himself. It will change your life. Seriously. We should say that in the beginning of the episode that we have a life-changing announcement yeah, announce yeah. at the end yeah. of the episode. Okay. All right, well, I think that's it, right? I think that's it. All right, yep. five inches. Five inches.